let's see what's going on here. Do you guys got a live stream anywhere? I do not see anything. I see us. Okay. That is interesting. Hey, Brian Frober. You up, Mark? You can see it, everybody? Bring it up. YouTube.com slash arcade radio slash live. Yeah, I'm uh Hey Arcade Jason. Hey Mr. Peabody. Hey game. Wow. Alright, nice. Audio sounds great, Adam. Well done, sir. I don't know why, but the stream key changed. I think it had something to do with uh that whole debacle where we fired up the podcast last week with Aaron Vector's graphic on it. <laughs> that was weird considering we weren't there but well i tried I th- the previous week uh oh. i tried to add a graphic to his video which did it added it to his video and apparently others all subsequent videos so there's like a it's like a, a curtain a template it's like a curtain for the channel but it doesn't say curtain so youtube youtube screen streaming is not all that great i don't think mm. so by the way if anybody knows where to get more of these cups like these things are awesome. <laughs> you, could, you could just order it direct. I don't want to. Like I don't really need the wild bills on there. I just want like I don't know. It's in that their patented mug. Is, is it? it a is it a copper copper mug? Yeah, it's one of those yeah copper mugs from Wild. Mos- for yeah. Moscow mules. No, no, it's insulated. It's, it's this Gigantic. insulated like copper mug that this soda company was using at a. MGC and it's it's awesome. What you do with the headphones you got in your car or something? Uh, well, listen, like we're lucky that I'm sitting here right now. <laughs> let's let's count let's count the blessings or the curses. I don't know what you want to call it. I haven't cursed yet on the air. <laughs> Dang it! My mom listens to this show. Oh hi! I, I'm just kidding. She does not listen. I did get rid of my Mad Planets. It's now in the lineup. So, do we have a topic for our warm up? Are we going to just what are we working on? No, we we do have a topic. We do. do. Yeah, the topic is if we were to uh, if there was to be an amusement park ride themed after Donkey Kong, what kind of ride would it be? I like that. Should we get started? Yeah. All right.
simulate opponent. Hello and welcome to Season 3, Episode 18 of the Arcade Radio Podcast. Today is Thursday, June 13th, 2019. The time is approximately 7.20-something p.m. Central. Thanks for joining us in the Arcadosphere. This is your host, Adam Jumpman. I'm joined by my co-host, Super Markio Shields, and Paradise Arcade Shop proprietor and real-life uncle to the damsel in distress, Pauline. It's Mr. Brian Thurston Howell III. And tonight, artist at the Wooden Arcade and creator of the popular Facebook group, Kong Club, featuring Kong tests, Kong and beer, and... Well, Kong and beer, and the five-minute high-score challenge. It's Mr. Jacob Ashley. Welcome to the show. Thanks, guys. Appreciate the invite. Yeah, All thanks right. for coming on. So uh, let's jump into that topic. Is that our topic? Is that our? Are we going to do what we're working on? Well, we haven't done what we're working on in a couple weeks, but. All right. Well, let's do a tight version of that. Mark, okay. why don't you hit us up? Okay. First, I announced that I'm going <clears> to <throat> open up an arcade and event center called Timeline Junction. So right. Okay. Uh, I went to see Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. It was sweet. Sweet. I bought a 55-inch by 55-inch custom plastic pallet for way too much money and shipped it to <laughs> Coin-Op Warehouse so they could ship my damn Sega hot rod. Nice. <laughs> That's that four-player jobby? Correct. Let yeah. me tell you, that thing is a pain in the ass to move. Uh, <laughs> I have a feeling it will. I will be with one with that 55 by 55-inch pallet for a while. So. Look. The one thing to remember about that Sega Hot Rod, though, is those okay. hard drives can be replaced with solid state. Oh, I'm going to do it. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So there's yeah. a bunch of guides on that. Nice. Okay, great. So uh, what else? I bought a Black Knight 2000. Amazing. And um, I, I, I entered second storage uh, unit hell. So hey, <laughs> I was doing it okay until last week. So going to get some games out of my house. Uh, mostly because as I fix new games, I want them to be like, you know, in the lineup for a while. So awesome. Knock on wood. That's what I've been up to. Sweet. I actually did something oh. arcade related. Oh, I purchased a Xenon Playfield. Brand oh my. new. Is it populated? It's, yeah. It's a brand new reproduction, uh, classic replay, uh, classic Playfield reproduction Xenon Playfield for my pinball machine. Oh, so it's not populated. You have to take everything off the old one and put it on this one? Well, yeah, but it has all the plastic inserts. Oh. It's polyurethane, okay. polyurethane five times. Five you times. Not they, look, they do a beautiful job. Yeah, I mean, it's like the real deal. Nice. What was the condition of your old one? Oh, it's crap. It's got mylar yeah. over it and everything. Oh. It's terrible. Mm. This guy won't show up. So tonight... Uh, I decided that for what's in the juke, I'm going to give away a prize and send it to the... What? Yeah. I remember having one of those things when I was a kid. Yeah. So this is... uh, And they made them for a long time. This is an atomic robot. It's featured in uh, Stranger Things trailer, the the new one for season three. And he smokes. When you you put like little two-in-one oil in there, three-in-one oil, whatever it is. Ah. And then you, so cool. it's got uh, some C batteries on the bottom, and it works. And I don't have the batteries in it right now, but he says, I am the atomic robot. Please give the, my best wishes to everybody. 
That's what he says. <laughs> so good. So while smoking tonight, your golden prize, if you want it, is going to be the atomic robot. So I want that. <laughs> right. What do you think about that, you guys? That's an awesome prize. We need to do prizes more often. He smokes, yeah. Bad habits, totally. All right. Uh, Brian, what you been working on? Uh, We are about to embark on a huge project. We took over the whole building that we're in for the arcade shop. Yay! And so we are going to be moving like 230 games in the next like six weeks, which is sounds like so much fun. If anybody wants to come and break their back moving games all around please feel free to come and visit um but there used to be a heating and air conditioning uh store right next to us they moved out and so we're just taking over the whole building which will make repairs and everything else a lot quicker we're hoping to actually go and do kind of a more retail uh repairs as opposed to what we do now which do a lot of work for up down should be a lot of fun oh nice how much extra square footage is that um, I think it's 6,500 square feet on the other side. Whoa. My computer yeah, just like... tried to shut down you guys by itself. What? what did? My computer. It's trying to shut down. Don't let it. I know. I'm mine, trying. Mine is too. I actually un, un, uh, updated Norton and then I realized the show was going to start in an hour. So <laughs> <laughs> the show could be completely in the, tr- in the garbage soon. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll, if if hey everybody if we lose you we're gonna end up reconnecting we'll come back yeah 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 that'd be bad we always I'd, come back I'd have to stitch the show together we've never abandoned a show so wow holy crap the updates are trying to run automatically what the bleep I hate Max so much I hate, he doesn't listen, like you Tim Cook yeah, I don't like you either <laughs> T- Tim Cook if you're listening I hate you I hate you so much. And I hate Mac OS Mojave, and I hate everything about Apple, except for the fact that uh, all their stuff, all the software cool. is really awesome and f- comes mostly free on the box and yeah. lets us do this podcast. So I, yeah. except for those things, and I'm buying a new Mac. I'm excited. Oh, did you guys hear I mean, iTunes is going away? Yeah, but it's. I mean, they're splitting it into three apps. So what's the big deal? Well, the big deal is they're going to do away with. Uh, traditional store. They're going to want you to subscribe to their service. So to you, you know, I am already subscribed. Oh my god, you're such a fanboy. Ah, uh, yeah, it's good. <laughs> Ask how how many Microsoft services am I subscribed to? Uh, well, other than Skype, for because of this show. Yeah, how many Microsoft services? Zero. Oh yeah, a big null. Boy, I totally derailed that. So anyway, right, Jacob, what you oh, working on? Yes. Hey, there's a dog. Oh, I saw hey. a dog. How's it going? Uh, <laughs> can you guys hear me? Is everything yeah, good? We, we can hear great. You. Can you hear us? Um, first of all, I want to shout out to all my Con Club brothers. I see them in the chat. Hey guys, welcome. Thanks for joining. Nice. Um, so what have I been doing? I have been working hard. Um, I've got a big arcade in my garage. I have. Um, over 20 machines. I've got two pinball machines. Uh, splitting at the seams, I've got some repair things I have to do. Um, my Pac-Man is a super Pac-Man. I'm trying to deconvert that back to a Pac-Man. Uh, my monitor and my joust is out. So your Pac-Man is a super Pac-Man? 
Yeah, somebody turned it into a Super Pac-Man. It's got like the official uh, conversion kit, uh, which my buddy Zenner, shout out Zenner, uh, he um, told me that the factories, it's it's really cool. Uh, the ribbon cable is going into this like epoxied solid mass uh, because the factory, I guess, uh, back in the day would fill, they would put the PCB in there, the daughter card, whatever, uh, and fill it with epoxy so people couldn't pirate the software that was in it. So it's got this little black brick with a ribbon cable going in it, and inside that black solid brick is a PCB that uh, is playing Super Pack. That's amazing. Oh. So uh, it's an official... Uh, it's an official Bally Midway, Midway conversion, mm. like 100% official from the factory. Uh, but everything else is great. All it needs is a a, a, a marquee, and, uh, and I need to convert the PCB back. Um, my cool. buddy Zenner is going to be helping me with that. Sweet. So is it a is it so, original? Yeah. It's an original pack PCB or it's an original. Yeah. Yeah, it's original pack, but it's all the only difference is, is that the ROMs all have been burned to be super pack, and then it's got like a uh, daughter card that's not attached to the PCB. It's like a ribbon cable attached into it where the Z80 would be. Nice. It's weird because I thought super pack used different hardware. Is it yeah. a. Yeah. I mean, I I, I I have to look into it. <laughs> I bought I mean, it as a super pack. I mean, it was fun. <laughs> it was fun. I, I, I like it because it's more of challenging and the right. ghosts disappear. And then there's, you know, I, I, I don't know. But it just feels wrong that I have this wonderful specimen of a Pac-Man and it's, and it's, and it's playing that. I don't know. It's That's interesting. Awesome. Yeah, you may have a rare, you know... Like hack board. I don't think that's official. I'm pretty sure super pack hardware. There's a lot of you know physical differences technically. Yeah, there is, uh, yeah. And so, uh, and they did not make a daughter card for it. So, well, yeah. I'll I'll have if if I if I have time to run out, I'll grab it and show it to you guys before okay. we get nice. Um, yeah, that and uh, just tweaking up. Oh, and I got a jukebox. So ah, I'm cool. finishing that. Uh, it was oh. given to me for free. Uh, but it didn't have the CD changers in it, and I found out that a lot of people, when they have these jukeboxes, can uh, do a iPod conversion. Yeah, so, Brian. Brian can tell you about that. Yeah, uh, that's actually, you know, so I did it on mine, and I was mixed about it because I wanted to. Sometimes, when I stay purist on those things, I'm never going back. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's nope. so reliable, and the other fun thing that you can do with it is you can add. I mean, I you don't. I don't. Do this because there's enough songs, but you can add up to 99 songs on each like CD yeah. call out if you want, which That's is the really one I'm nice. doing. That's yep. the one I'm doing. Yeah, I got yeah. it from that cdadapter.com. Yep, and yeah, it's uh, I have a what is it? I don't know, but a row um, AMI. The, the, the big, the biggest, the biggest pr uh, processor that I'm learning is like it's easy to get all the songs, got all the songs loaded up, my iPod is full and ready to go. The part that stinks is I'm recreating all of those like CD cards that go in the jukebox yeah. to oh. match with what my uh, thing is. So I've been, I've spent months cr creating those little CD jackets. So when people are looking <laughs> at it, they can like spin the thing and like pick the song on it. Uh, that's the most time excruciating thing is making oh, one of those. But in the end, it's going to be great. You have an NSM wall mount. Is that what it is? It's no, it's not a wall one. It's a, um, Seaberg. Row, is it Rockola? Wordlesser? Not, not a Rockola. It's probably a, a CD one hundred. That's what the uh, a lot of the 
A lot of the hard it's drive really cool. They were the uh, Rose really CD100s. Cool. It's a Pioneer Laser Juke. Oh, cool. What now? Oh, wow. I got to look that up. I've not seen one of those. Yeah, it, look it up. Uh, they're pretty cool. They're, they're, there's one giant subwoofer in the middle, and it has one, two, three, four, five, I think six to eight little other speakers on the sides and four on the front. So I've never it just booms. seen one of those. That's cool. I turned it I turned it up to a, uh, like if you imagine like a volume knob and the quiet is uh, uh, like seven o'clock. I turned it up to 10 o'clock, and you could hear it across the street. It was nuts. Nice. <laughs> the thing is loud. And, hey, Jacob, Arcade Jason actually offered, if you need uh, pack ROMs burned, let him know. He'll help you out. Oh, perfect. In the chat. <laughs> I, think Arcade, I think Jason knows how to make ROMs. I've heard, I've heard he can do it. He's pretty knowledgeable. <laughs> I think he went, didn't he ta- lock himself up someplace and fix 300 games somewhere? Oh, my God. He's, I mean, Jason does some amazing stuff. It's, I, every time I tune into his YouTube channel, it's dangerous. I just send, spend like half the evening watching the things he's doing. Before, before Brian was on the show, we had him as a guest. Yes. Should bring, we should bring him back because he's done some cool stuff. Yeah. Some really neat stuff. Yes. Really neat. And back to our guest. Hey, one time. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what else? What else is there? What else? Uh, everything else is going good. I got a, a, a bunch of machines I'm happy with. I've got a bunch of weird off machines that I'm s- still wondering if I want to keep. Because now that I'm at maximum, and I mean, I mean maximum capacity. And if I have friends over, I can only invite like five over at a time because my garage, I know first world arcade problems. I have too many machines to even have a party in now it's like a single row and anybody that's been over to my arcade know that it's like if you're playing a game you can't get around that person it's <laughs> that tight so uh try to maybe make some room and, and do that just 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 get you know get it nice sweet well let's move on to the next segment Channel, stitches, Israel, government, business merger, refugee, oil supply, defense, the clan, education, strikes, crime, riot, canted science, celebrity, the earth, the universe, the news channel. Today I'm Bob Kang. And I'm Jim Wilkerson. And this is the news channel. We interrupt the ventilator. And now, the arcade news with Brian McLeod. Wait, wait. Did I hear him say the clan? Is that what? one of the things? One of the things he says is the clan. <laughs> That's, uh, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, that's a bit weird. That is weird. Okay, let's sorry. Sorry. Uh, it's just moving on to the news. We're just going to yeah. leave Mark behind here and just keep going. I don't think he's so, the clan. From, okay. from GoNintendo.com, properly setting my source, um, there is a new, basically a bank that they're I am reading where, a card. What? Uh, AP a card. reports. Oh, yeah. Where? <laughs> always cite your source before reading the title. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I said from GoNintendo.com. I'm on oh, it. Yeah. I even said I cited my source. That's so, the point. <laughs> dang. Wow. Wait, I'm going to get the little karate things on here. <laughs> so, <laughs> and actually the device is on Merchoid.com. So this is basically a money box, coin box that looks like an old, uh, well, kind of resembles a Donkey Kong arcade screen, I'd say, more than a machine, which is what they say. About 30 centimeters tall and allows you to centimeters. What are we in Canada? Hey, look, you want me to convert it? (laughs) I can't do that right now. It's about 10 and a half, about 12 inches tall. So, uh, this box allows you to drop your quarters on the top and they 
travel like barrels down to the bottom of the box where they are saved for your rainy days when you need the quarters to go off and play games somewhere else. Um, it is officially licensed. licensed. It's available at Merchoid, M-E-R-C-H-O-I-D.com. That's about it for that one. I don't nice. really know how to make much more out of that. Well, don't. Uh, another. <laughs> when the coin goes in, does a, like a barrel get lit on fire? Or? No, it just kind of rolls, rolls down the girders like a barrel. Uh, that thing, that thing is really cool. I like the fact that it's kind of like metal, obviously. But the, I just wish that they'd put a little speaker in or something, make a little sound when you dropped it in. At least, I, you know. I like the fire idea. That's cool. <laughs> like you can have it go past the end and then have a little. Barrel is there a light picture? Or can we neat. put that in the chat somehow? Well, you can. There's a link in there if you want to actually copy it. But like uh, my, my computer you know. tried to shut down. My computer tried to shut down on me. I'm moving along here. Okay, go ahead. So from Engadget.com, source properly cited again, two for two. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> nice. Donkey Kong Jr. is being added to the Switch online. Well, was added to the Switch online last month. So a number of older games versus Excitebike, Clue Clue Land um, are being added on. So one of the interesting things I found about this, more so than the games are being added, is that it's a subscription service, right? And so it's $4 a month. And a lot of these places seem to be doing this where it's not purchasing but available as a subscription service where it's cheap enough that you go, ah, you know, I could afford that. But it's just this constant, you know, I mean, and how do you charge? There's this you thing, don't get to keep it. There's this thing called subscription uh, fatigue they're talking about. Is it? Uh, they're, literally, they're, it's, a, it's a real thing. And I think people are tired of paying Amazon and CBS at All Access and... Yeah, HBO but isn't, isn't and Hulu. Cable TV is a subscription, so it's like that doesn't seem to be going out. No, so but much. the so that's a yeah, but that's different because you pay a flat fee for everything. So uh. when you get nickel and dimed on absolutely everything, and you start noticing it, it, it ends up being more than a cable bill. So and that's and that's the thing is like I I think that from a business perspective, these things are great, but I'm really getting tired of everybody saying. I mean, I guess I might have subscriptions fatigue. Like, everything costs a buck or two a month, and each individual one seems okay, but you do. You add up tons of them. Yeah, but eh. PlayStation charges you ten ninety nine a month, and that doesn't include their streaming service, which is another yeah. 15 bucks a month. So I'm going to have to take the counterpoint because I feel like this a la carte ability is long overdue, and if you do go back and look at how much you paid for cable TV, you know, like $80, $90, it's 150 yeah oh 150 yeah yeah it's still but dude i'm paying i'm paying 80 bucks a month for my cable bill so just to get the internet to my house that doesn't include anything that's just internet so there's your premium now you add 15 dollars for hbo you add eight bucks for hulu you add eight bucks for cbs all access you add 14.99 for netflix well the problem with internet is that you know, that's also another means for you to do other stuff besides just watch things. Yeah, but nobody right? does that. Everybody uses it for what we're doing right now, well, for streaming, I, for entertainment. I'm yeah. with Andy. I want to go back to cartridges and DVDs, yeah. but I also want to go to the next news article from Forbes.com. Oh, that's yes. a good segue. Which, which is the Space Invaders <laughs> board game. So this is to launch to celebrate 40 years of the arcade classic, and I wanted to make sure we got this one in today because there are 30 hours left in the Kickstarter. If you have an extra $1,000 lying around, you can get one of the limited Space Invaders diorama. 
that is an art box, which actually looks really cool, but I don't know that I'd want to spend a thousand dollars on it. Uh, done by the original or signed by the original creator. Um, so I got a, so this looks interesting, but I've got a question for you. I mean, this is one of those things that's always bugged me and I've never gotten into them. How do you guys feel about board games based on arcade games? No. Yeah. <laughs> They're usually terrible. It's like board games based on a TV show. Like the Archie Jacob, Bunker you got, board You have to own You have to own the Donkey Kong We're board game. Stop do you right own there the, on that one. <laughs> Jacob, Jacob, do you own the Donkey Kong board game, by the way? I do. I do. Uh, I own the Donkey Kong. I own, and I also the Donkey Kong actually had two board games. There's a card game and a uh, Milton Bradley type board game. Also, Pac-Man has that. I have those, and there's a Centipede one. I have that one. There's a couple others, but I've played them all. I've sat them down, set them all up, and they're terrible. Absolutely terrible. Yeah, they are. They suck. Every every now and then, I've played card games based on something else that doesn't seem related that are okay, but it's basically they take like you know, a regular card game and just apply a different theme to it. So it's the card game that was originally uh, fun, but I have yet to see a board game based on an arcade game that I actually want to own. So yeah, I, there's a Qbert card game that they made. I don't know. I've never, never actually played it, though. I have it, I think, somewhere. I also have these Chuck E. Cheese playing cards. Ooh. That's ah, oh, those just, original? Yep. <laughs> They're just plain old <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese... Yeah. So that's fun times. And that's it for the news tonight. Oh, I guess it's over to Mark. Back in 82, I used to be able to throw a pigskin a quarter mile. Back, back to to the the cave cave. with with Time Runner. Why are things so heavy in the future? Is there a problem with the Earth's gravitational pull? 38 years ago, July 1981. Donkey Kong was released in Japan and North America. Mario originally Miss Mr. Video? And then Jumpman? Really? <laughs> Must rescue a damsel in distress named Pauline, also originally named Lady. Man, Mr. Video and Lady. This sounds like a... Man. <laughs> what the heck is that? I don't know. <laughs> I think you're jumping ahead. Um, so this game is one of the earliest examples of the platform game genre, which the U.S. gaming press called Climbing Games because they couldn't think of platform. Uh, it was also the first platform game to feature jumping. Uh, had four unique stages, most complex game uh, of its of its time at the release. And um, I guess it's also the first one to feature multiple stages that followed 1980's Phoenix and 1981's Gorfin Scramble. So that was... What was going on in the arcade back then? <laughs> what the hell is happening? Okay, next, at the box office, uh, Kong Club style, take a moment and listen into the trailer for Donkey Kong the movie. You didn't know there was a movie? Uh, yeah. What? One man. Against all odds. Fighting ultimate evil try to save his potential girlfriend as well as the entire world wow this guy's good potential Who is this fearsome fighter it's a me mario donkey kong the movie all right that's enough of that Oh, man. I love it when he jumps over the barrels, because every time he sees a barrel... We need links. Yes. Send the link. 
I'm gonna watch that quietly alone while I'm pooping later. <laughs> Sweet. Okay, next. Uh, what was good on TV? Well, uh, I found this out. They made a Donkey Kong TV show. It was a French-Canadian computer-animated series loosely based on the Nintendo franchise Donkey Kong. And, uh, yeah. Wow. I want that as my ringtone and my alarm clock in the morning. That, I mean, I mean you, you, didn't, didn't everybody just feel so happy right there? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> this, you know, it's funny. It first aired in France. It was during a block called La Planète de Donkey Kong. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, then it aired on Teletoons in Canada, probably also in French. And then in the U.S., it was one of the first series to be shown in Fox Family for two years before being canceled. Funny thing is, is in French, the direct translation of the show was Max Dong. No way. <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> Planète <de> Donkey <laughs> Which means Donkey Kong Country. Well, why does it say in the description, Max Dong Season 1? <laughs> Where? Oh, on the, what on website the are you looking at? I'm like, it's yeah, YouTube.com. Yeah. Uh, hey, uh, I have a question. <laughs> What's what, in the what? juke? Oh. What's in the juke? Well. Okay. Welcome to What's in the Juke. Welcome to What's in the Juke, where we let you listen to a little part of a song. Everybody in chat and our guest host uh, try to figure out what the song is, and then we award them with points. Points! Points! But we have a theme. We do. Tell us about the theme, Mark. The theme is karate. Oh, the theme. Right. No, no. I thought you meant about when we get the points. (laughs) (laughs) The theme tonight is arcade games. Boom. 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 So, Some of them are pretty good. Uh, one of them, I, I played it to make sure it didn't suck, and my wife was in the other room going, Oh my God, I love that! <laughs> if, uh, how are we going to do this tonight? Because normally we get a half point for the artists and then a half point for... So should we give a half point for the song and a half point for the manufacturer? Uh, oh yeah, that, we could do that. I think we can figure these out. So if you, if you get... The name of the game, you'll get half point. And if you get, uh, you know, the artist, or in this case, the manufacturer, you also get half point. Now, if you get both, you'll get full point, right? And if you are all duking it out, you might hear something like this. That's, those are also the sounds we play when nobody can figure it out. So. Exactly. Uh. <laughs> and sometimes you'll hear this. <laughs> All right, so we're going to play the first clip, right? That's right. Jacob, again, feel free to jump in. Okay. Okay. Here comes the first clip. Hopefully it won't have an ad in front of it. Oh, boy. That did not work. Is that one not there? It is not. 
Oh, I see what you did. I see what you did there. Yeah, this yeah. is behind the scenes. This is actually, we shouldn't play this one first. We'll play this one last. Okay, smart. Okay, all right. So moving on to clip number one. <laughs> right, moving on. <laughs> ah, this, is, this should work. I, all my windows closed. Marble Madness by us. Uh, not Sega. <laughs> <laughs> Marble Madness, though. Uh, ah, what is it, guys? Marble yeah. Madness by... Uh. <laughs> eh, marble. Mr. Peabody said marble. Atari. Atari. Oh, that's Casey. Casey got the uh, half point. point. Nice job. All right. So uh, we're telling up, right? Uh, Jacob a half point and Casey a half point. Tied. All right. And welcome back, Casey. Yeah, he's probably really disappointed we're not doing pop music tonight. <laughs> Pop, pop All right. music. Yeah, here we go. Uh, next one. Oh, see, these are these are not queued up. That's I don't know okay. where to, I don't know where to find these because this. Well, is I have just, a link on. Uh, yeah, but it's just list. a huge list of tracks. Oh, you have to hit Control F and find it. They're not in the right order. Uh, they're not even on the page. And... Yeah, it's not even there, dude. So it's kind of useless. It's building anticipation, and I like it. Oh, my God. And oh, it, this is like an ad-ridden porn site. I can't look, <laughs> no. up, I can't look up anything. Uh, let's try well, this. That's, 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 that's what you get when you search for Max Dong. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't search. I did, I, did, yeah. I did not search for that. Uh, here we go. Oh, this is. Well, we could, I could play this, but that's not it. This is a abysmal flaf failure. Yeah. Well, uh, hop over to the next one. Then. Donkey Kong Nintendo. <laughs> you get half point. You get a half point. Half point. But the oh, yeah. game is not Donkey Kong. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you got a point okay. for Nintendo. Okay. Half a point for Nintendo. Donkey Kong Junior Ken House. Oh, they got uh, me. Half point. Ken House is in the house. That's Ken good. House. Ken House. Again. The legendary Ken House. Legendary. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, uh, yeah, I got to skip these ranker ones. Uh, let's try this. Uh, what did you call this one? Yeah. No right. spoilers. Yeah, I can't. I'm not trying not to say it all out. All right. Here we go. Here this we go. One, this is the one my wife recommended. Tetris by uh, there's a couple uh, Atari and Tengen. Nice. Yes. <laughs> the arcade game is by Atari, but this is not the arcade game. Oh. But you, I'm going to give it to you anyway because we are doing. It is an arcade theme. It is actually uh, the Nintendo version. There you go, Andy Baldwin. We'll give Andy Ballman a half point for that, but I'm going to give Jacob a full point for knowing the other one. So, that's good. I like wow. it. Full point. Full point. And half point. Half point. All right. So, all right. Now, that brings us to the next one, which is going to be very recognizable. I don't know. Here we go. Uh, uh, there, here it is. <laughs> if it plays. Oh, I got to press. This is a terrible. Info. I didn't make it. Oh, my gosh. Did you try using it? Like, 
Yeah, it worked great. I was enjoying myself. And what do you say, enjoying yourself? I uh, mean, uh, I was uh, like my <laughs> feet were up on the ottoman, you know, and I, I was sipping like I think a wine glass. <laughs> this one, <laughs> which is empty now. Oh, okay. Is it working? Got uh, it? Here it comes. I swear, here it comes. Uh, okay. Uh, here, it's coming up. All right. Oh, good. No ads. Nice. Super Mario Brothers Nintendo. Uh. <laughs> I like the little uh afterwards. That was a lot of work for a little payoff. Wow. Full point. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob's just taking him home. Super Mario Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun to watch the chat just like try to beat the chat Boom. well the chat will never beat you you should actually we should actually I not don't. allow you to play because you, there's like a 10 second delay there's a five, five second rule <laughs> yeah i gotta wait or we can give the chat points also how about that we can but we have to go back and figure out all those points now who is the first go ahead go ahead pick, figure them out uh i'll do that when we uh figure out how to put the podcast in itunes yeah wow <laughs> You volunteer. Which, by the way, we're 14 episodes behind, but soon. <laughs> I, I'm not. I really don't uh, know what to say to you today. That these are all right. No, I. Uh, okay, yeah. game over. Game over. All right, game who over. Won? Who won? I can't play these. These are terrible. I can't. They don't. They don't play on my computer. So. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, uh, we could pick this up next week. We'll do the other half. How about that, uh, Jacob? First place, and then a three-way tie with Casey, Ken, House, and Andy B. Yeah, this this was a terrible idea. Uh, <laughs> I loved right. it. That was awesome. I it do was, remember him saying, "I'll go look up the you know the things and stuff," and so that's okay. They were, well, all the links were in there. I didn't have to. Yeah, and I thought they were YouTube, but there's some stupid ranker site. Oh, I didn't play. Really? Yeah. They're all ranker.com list the something or another, and it's just a list of games. It's not even the game. Yeah, but you you click on the little picture of the video with the plus with the little you know the play symbol, and then it plays the video. Did you not know that? No, there is literally no thing for me to click on. I see a list of games starting with the Legend it, of Zelda. Yeah, they, okay, for example, number tw- number twenty two. You Which see is, the little uh, icon with the the, the yeah. arrow on it. Yeah, and I click that, and it opens up in a tiny window in the corner, and I can't play it. Oh, I, well, it works on my on my PC. Sorry about that. Yeah, it doesn't I'm work. in my Mac. Yeah, like, if I click Street Fighter 2 for Ken House, and I click this, this is a YouTube link. Now, now that one played, but the other ones wouldn't play. Okay. And there's ads all over the place on this thing. How did you even get through this? I didn't have any ads, so Do I don't a, know. you have an ad blocker? Oh, I'm terrible. on a I'm on a MacBook Air that has never had anything on it. So, wow, that's here, puppy. Somebody's dogs barking. Oh. Cool dog. Well, hey, I, uh, how about we get to that interview? Or is there a voicemail? I I can check. Uh, there appears to be something in there. Oh no. While we are looking for the voicemail, I want yes, to give sir. a shout out to my mom. My mom's in the chat right now. Love it. That's welcome, that's great. Mom. She's like, "What How is wonderful. happening?" She yeah. says, "What is this?" Hi, we, mom. We went off. Hello. Book. Yeah. 
We totally went off book. Welcome to the podcast world. Oh, this yeah. is a Skype. This is a Skype message. Oh, is she in the Skype with us? No. Oh. Our caller left a Skype voicemail. Nice. Yeah. Should we see who it is? Yeah. <clears throat> well, I haven't played a voicemail in a long time. I don't know if this was even going to work. But should it? Thank you for calling 612-548-GAME. This is Arcade Radio. Please leave your message after the tone. Hey, Arcade Outsiders. It's your buddy. What? Bob Zarzadek. Oh, 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 wait. Hold on. Let me start over again. Wait, what's that? We can't start over? Is it? You? Okay, all right, all right. Well, hey, let me, let's just do this again. Hey, Arcade Radio Podcasters. It's your buddy, Bob Zarzadek, control panel expert and technician. Uh, you know, I know it's been a long time since I called in, and as you know, I live in a series of beautiful shipping containers behind a Walmart. I mean, I was actually stuck inside of them, like, for three whole months, I swear. They parked some uh, container filled with these stupid arcade one-up games. It took me forever to figure out where I left my blowtorch, and it turns out that it was just in the, you know, behind the toilet. I didn't even think to look there. Uh, so anyway, once I got out, I ended up inside the arcade one-up container, you know? Uh, man, those things are terrible. I put I put together like 12 of them, and then the, the control panel quality is just not up, not up to my standards. So anyway, after I was done, I busted out again through the next wall, and I ran to a phone so I could call you guys. So I guess uh, mission accomplished and phone call complete. Uh, you know, I'm looking forward to listening to tonight's uh, interview. Because I love donkeys. They're they're like my favorite stupid horse, right? That was so <laughs> awesome. Anyway, I'm I'm gonna go hang up now and listen in. Uh, expect another call next week. Now that I've busted out, all right. Zarzadek out. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Whoa. That's the clearest phone call we've ever gotten. Why well, was through Skype? Oh, I see. That's pretty good. Yeah, you should do that all the time. How do you get our okay. Skype number? Isn't isn't that the the game number? Oh, it's not, is it? No, it's a different number. It's starting uh, to creep me out. I haven't heard that. We haven't heard from him in a long time. Three months. Three he months. Is a control panel expert. Maybe he he's the one out. that's holding up I, the podcasts. He lives in a shipping container and he has a toilet. This is just kind of weird. So it is weird. Ah, <laughs> uh, I see. Okay, interview right now. Yeah, I think so. Welcome again to the show, Jacob. Thanks, guys. Do you go by Jacob or Jake? Or what do you I like go to? by Jacob. You know, whenever I hear anybody say Jake, it always reminds me of when I was in like middle, uh, not middle school. I was in elementary school and everyone called me Jake the Snake Roberts. Everybody. It was <laughs> so weird. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't particularly into Jake the Snake Roberts, but because I was Jacob, I was instantly Jake the Snake Roberts. So, wow. That's uh, not too bad. Ja- Jacob works. Jacob works. Right. I mean, w- was it meant to be like an insult? Because it seems kind of like kind of a cool nickname. Uh, I guess they didn't ever say Roberts either. It was just always Jake the Snake. No, it wasn't bad. But I mean, it's not like it's traumatized. Like if I, if you guys say Jake, I'm sitting in the corner shaking or anything. But oh um, man, people call me Mork from Orc. I don't think they were being nice. But uh, yeah. By the way, uh, Jacob, as a, a gift for winning the sh- the 
the thing tonight. You get this guy. I love that thing more than you can imagine because I had that and it's going to go right on this guy right here along with my other collection of uh, wonderful things I have up top there. Sweet. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll get your address after the show and ship it off to you. Thank you. It's uh, the Atomic yeah, but... Robot by Model 2 because there's different colors. And he was made in 2002. <laughs> See? Oh, <perfect. laughs> wow. No. 2002? Make, like 1970-something, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I am the Atomic Robot. Robot. He says robot. Uh, Mark, why don't you kick us off with some question for this? Sure thing. Let me ask you my favorite ask question. Me. Ask yes. me. As a youth, what were the circumstances where you found yourself hooked on arcade games? So, particularly, it was the laundromat with my mom. We um, we we didn't have a lot of money growing up, and so we always were at their laundromat at least once a week. Um, and of course, with laundromat comes lots of quarters. And of course, with laundromat back in the late '80s, early '90s, there was always arcade games. I mean, I guess there was arcade games everywhere. But at that time, when I was younger, um, there was always a Miss um, Pac-Man and a Centipede at the local laundromat. My mom would always give us a handful of uh, quarters, me and my brother Nick, and we would uh, go play some games. So I just remember being just high enough to to see. And I mean, I, who, what kid wasn't bad at Miss Pac-Man and Centipede? Those games would just destroy you. But they, you know, I was infatuated with it. Nice. nice. Very good. Do you remember the names of any of the arcades or places that you played these games? I do remember the arcade in the Westwood Mall in Jackson, Michigan, where I was born and raised, uh, was Aladdin's Castle. It took a long time for me to find that out, too. Um, I just remember when I was younger, my bro- older brother Kevin would take us to the mall. Um, he was a skater kid, so he'd be hanging out with a bunch of friends, and we would get uh, to the mall, and uh, in the very first like right when you walk in right to the right, there was this big like dungeon door I remember. And you would go in it and it was super dark. And there was the person with the quarters on their, their waist, the little ching, 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 ching machine. Yeah. And one of these uh, guys. Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> so we would go into that and, uh, run around it you know, the smells and there was like the Pepsi Cola and the uh, snacks and whatever. And I remember that vividly. Well, I never, I always thought that there was a part of me that may have like thought that was a dream. So a few years ago, about three or four years ago, I uh, asked my friends from Jackson, Michigan, if anybody knew what that arcade was. And somebody sent me a newspaper clipping uh, from the 80s showing the Westwood Mall. And down in that corner, exactly where I remembered was Aladdin's Castle and the key. Uh, so my brain was remembering something real, <laughs> which was awesome. Yeah, um, cool. And not a dream. And so I um, I have that that uh, mall ad, which is pretty cool, because that, that was the main arcade. But yeah, Aladdin's Castle. Did you join that little Aladdin's Castle group on Facebook? I didn't know there was one. Yeah, there is one. Adam I should, I should, I should, <laughs> I should totally be on that and send you guys the uh, the little newspaper clipping. That's yeah, pretty cool. do it, totally do it. Uh, it. It's been around for a few years, but the cool thing about that group is just a bunch of operators uh, and managers that and patrons uh, are actually out. I think there's more people that worked there in the group than are actually, you know, went as patrons. So anyway. Oh, great. Uh, yeah, so 
Mark, what was that question? You were going to ask the question. Uh... Did you? I'll jump in. Okay. Did you ever stop playing? So, it, at any point in time, growing up or going through life, did you stop playing games for any length of time? Absolutely not. <laughs> I my the great thing about my mom um, is that she just you know let us play games you know and it wasn't it wasn't in our household it wasn't a bad thing i remember a lot of people saying when they grew up they didn't have a nintendo they had to go to a friend's house to play the nintendo and i mean we always had you know the nintendo or the um the newer systems sega um any of those were always we always had them and so uh they were always in my life and i think that they're definitely a a big structure to why i started collecting and uh why i'm still you know so into that era of gaming because it was you know a big uh structure to like me as a kid you know playing with toys was was a thing but i i remember playing my game boy and uh nintendo and all that way more than than playing with toys you know sweet but yeah that lasts till now (laughs) enough where i have the donkey kong right in the living room because uh because my wife leah lets me have it in here thank you leah (laughs) we've been joined what She's We've just been take, She's bussing my table. It's my service. <laughs> it's, it's wine service. What? What originally got you interested in them? Just them there in the, the corner? Was the What was the draw? Probably the sounds. Um, you know, hearing them. You know, you didn't, you didn't really hear that kind of stuff. I remember the console stuff, so I just remember being drawn to it for that. Sounds and, and the beauty of art. Uh, whether it be the artwork or the cuts of the cabinets, because they all kind of pulled everyone in. So were there any games that you loved the way they looked but hated the way they played? Uh, any game or arcade or... Uh, well, arcade or co- I guess you could say coin-op. So we could include pinball right. or other things in there. Um, no, I just... I, I was I, I really liked all of them Anytime I was, was going up to them. I, I don't remember playing the funny thing is i think about like specific games or or versions i remember like playing certain williams games i remember joust and liking that i don't remember tempest a lot of people said tempest was big um i remember donkey kong vaguely but um i remember being more into donkey kong jr surprisingly when i was younger um I felt like Donkey Kong Jr. was actually much easier for me as a kid than it was uh, than Donkey Kong was. I mean, and now that I'm older, I feel like Donkey Kong Jr., once you get to a point, is actually kind of harder than Donkey Kong. Especially in the arcade version. Yeah. I I think uh, that's funny because I loved Donkey Kong Jr. The the, uh, kids up the street had a ColecoVision, and it was the first system that emulated that game really, really well. Yeah, it was really great. So I played I that a lot. I've never seen a Donkey Kong Jr. in real life. The ColecoVision for version was the first time I saw it. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's 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 a great version of the game. Uh, I think it's very playable, even though those joysticks kind of blow on the ColecoVision. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, speaking of that, um, what were your favorite ports? You said you had a lot of consoles. What yeah. were your favorite arcade ports? Do you think? 
So I loved Gradius. I remember playing a lot of that. Oh, that's an awesome. I mean, was that game. was that an arcade game first? Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. It was in a okay, Nintendo yeah, cabinet. Yeah. It was a yeah, yeah. It was a like a play choice one, right? No, no, no. It was a versus maybe. It was like in the yeah versus. Yeah. No, help Great. us out here. <laughs> Gradius. I think it was dedicated actually. Licensed, it was like dedicated. A, Gradius. I think it was a versus. Yeah, a versus. Okay, that sounds that's what I'm Um. Right. Uh, that Donkey Kong Jr. for on, I remember I got a, eventually got a copy of Donkey Kong Classics that had Donkey Kong and Donkey oh, Kong Jr. for the Jr. Nintendo really Entertainment System for the Nintendo. Yes, that one was good. <laughs> I I remember playing Pac Man on the Atari at someone's house too, and that was just horrible. Yeah, um, but it's still uh, fun. <laughs> uh, what else? Um, there was. Um, what was uh I'm trying to remember the name of it. Um Marble Madness. Marble oh, yeah. Madness is a good port on the NES. Yeah. That was a good one. Oh for sure. Speaking of that, now that I see I knew that song. Right. <laughs> a lot a lot of days playing that at home. Um Oh, you have a Marble Madness at home? No, no, no Marble Marble Madness. I just but, remember oh, playing it. Yeah, the, the Nest the Nest music was the same. Well, it wasn't exactly the same, but it was a close facsimile. Yeah, I would say probably though my favorites were that that came. Oh yeah, and uh, and uh, uh, not Gyrus, Gyrus. Oh yeah, yeah. Love Gyrus. That for, was a good port too for the NES. Yes. Yeah, that's kind of hard though because you got to rotate the D pad. Yeah, yeah. Your thumb gets sore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think they'd ever. I mean, the the ports really were. They didn't really go past the NES for, versus. You know, they never put kind of ports on Sega, did they? Uh, for well, yeah. I mean, no. Sega did mostly their own games. They they also had licensed games as well. Uh, yeah. But they had Miss Pac Man. Um, in fact, there's like a two player Tengen Miss Pac Man. You can play on Sega. Oh no, I remember this is all time. It still has eluded me. I'm looking for this as far as an upright. I loved playing Pac-Mania on Sega Genesis. Oh, that was yeah. A, I loved that. Yeah, it's a good game. I actually I actually feel like that's one of those games where maybe the that's better than the arcade version. Hmm. I don't know why, but I liked it. Interesting. <laughs> so uh, what actually, you went from consoles, at some point you decided, I'm going to get a real arcade game. What was that first game? So it was about four or five years ago. Um, my best friend out here, Michael Zenner, shout out if you're watching still brother. Um, he is also the better half of Kong club. Um, he and I, um, were planning to, we had met through, uh, my work at the time and, uh, he and I were uh, trying to construct a multi-cade, like a tabletop thing, you know, that the people do with, yep. you know, the Raspberry Pi, and you'd have everything filled. So we're thinking, you know, we, we need this LCD screen, we need a Raspberry Pi, we need the wood. And because I did wooden arcade and all, all that artwork, um, and he was more of the computer kind of stuff, uh, we were thought we would join forces. I would design and cut the cabinet, and uh, he would be, you know, the internals, the programming and all that stuff. And we would kind of join forces and create this epic tabletop. Um, and halfway through it, as we're, you know, buying all these bat joysticks and these micro switch buttons Preparing and getting more, in, <laughs> getting more into the, uh, uh, the world, we realized, well, why would we, you know, build this little tabletop thing, you know, 
and spend this money on this wood, you know, all this wood is going to cost so much money. Why don't we just use that money and find an old arcade game and then just put it in there? So we were, you know, let's do that. We'll put the LCD screen in and the Raspberry Pi and we'll use it. And so we found this uh, Miss Pac-Man. I know. We were young. We were young. We were young and dumb. And so uh, we found an empty Miss Pac-Man, paid way too much for it. Oh, no. Uh, And the guy guy knew that we were new, right? So we go out there. We're scheming. We're, like, talking like we're going to talk him down. And he, he won't budge. You know, he knows we're new. Uh, and so we, you know, we get it, we get it home, and it turns on blind. It has no monitor, but the boards and stuff works. So when you turn it on, you can hear the sound. And I look at Zenner, and Zenner looks at me, and we're like, "We can't destroy this. Like, we have to find the monitor." So then, all of a sudden, this multicade idea just dissipated, what? and it's like, "Forget the multicade. We got to find a monitor." And then it was like the search for. Uh, you know, a Wells Gardner or whatever we could find to throw in this thing. Uh, and then we start talking to arcade people. We start getting in the, in the groups. We start talking. We find the monitor. You have that aha moment after a couple of weeks of tinkering and changing. And we did the new uh, edge connector and all this. And it turns on and we play a game. We share a beer. And it's like, all right, which one next? <laughs> it, was, it was instantly like, what's what's going to go on? And, and, you know, since then, uh, he has, you know, gathered his own arsenal of games and I've gathered them. And we've kind of just always been, you know, a team as far as, you know, collecting and finding stuff for each other and helping each other fix things. And, you know, it it's just been like that. So it grew from a, from a friendship of trying to make a multi-cade uh, and turning into a, you know, restoring and fixing. Wow. So it's interesting. You, how, yeah, go ahead, Adam. I was just going to say, I'm looking at your Donkey Kong in the background. Yeah. And I n- noticed that the buttons appear to be the right height. Uh, the joystick yep. appears to be the original joystick. Yes. yes. Uh, monitor looks clean, bright, recapped. Where's that? And, you know, yeah. And uh, I love your Kong Club sticker there. It's good. It looks yes. like that that cabinet's seen a few uh, rough days, right? It's got a it's got some screw uh, screws in the front to hold it together. So, so it's got these two these screws right here, which is funny because if you look in if you look inside the cabinet, they're just they're screwed into you know they're really screwed into nothing that would cause it to to have a need for these. The other thing is is I, I've removed them since then, but right here uh, near, the, near the control panel, uh, there were these two bolts going in and then a wire connecting the bolts. Like it was almost pulling the sides in. Weird. And I have I have removed it, and the cabinet seemed, you know, obviously you'd think if I take this wire off, it's going to fall apart or explode. Um I took the thing off and it's been in my house for years. It just, it hasn't done anything. So what I'm thinking is, is maybe at some time, uh, cause we did pick this up, uh, near the ocean. Our beliefs were that maybe the, the, the dampness in the air maybe was causing some swelling. And the person that owned it before was just kind of pre getting it ready, kind of screwing things in just in case it expanded that it wouldn't fall apart. But that's my only, uh, oh. thing I could, I mean, I could obviously take these off, but I'm one of those, you know, let it have its, you know, story kind of guys. Patina. I love Patina. Patina. That's funny. I was going to ask, that's going to be my next question. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I have, this used to be a Mario Bros. 
Um, it was a converted kit thing, and I turned it back into the Donkey Kong because that's what it needed to be. Um, and you know, I, I like to I like to keep them as as close as possible. Like my Pac Man specifically, the one that's a Super Pack, I do want to turn that back to a Pac Man, but I don't want to like touch it up or paint it. I did change the T-molding though because the T-molding is yellow and it looks so weird with yellow T-molding because mm-hmm. uh, the orange T-molding that's original uh, is known to yellow after a while. So uh, we peeled a little bit back and it's super orange underneath, but it just looks odd, a yellow cabinet with yellow. So I did change the T-molding, the sure. but I won't be like touching up the paint. Generally, I like to keep them with with a bit of patina and just make sure the controls and the monitor work as designed, you know. (laughs) Brian Jones says, give it up for patina. She's on pull three in 30 minutes. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Way to keep the show family friendly. (laughs) Well, I know it's actually kind of funny. Brian's been trolling a bit tonight, but I do know that he is one of those people that – I've heard some great comments. Like when you look at the Pac-Man, you can tell most people are right-handed because the left side of the machine is worn right around where people would put their left hand holding onto the machine and stuff like that. And I, and you're right, Jacob. I mean, one of the <laughs> – a bit. So and it, it is really neat to see these old machines come through and know the history of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, is, there, is there one that you like – is there one that has a history that you're particularly fond of? Do you have one that you have collected and learned more and more about and kind of – you know, it, it, the more you found out about it, the more you're kind of fascinated with it. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, the what else? What do I have? Let me scan through. Oh, so DK3 was was one of my favorite stories. Um, this lady um, had owned it for a long time and uh, she was getting ready to move. And she had a um, I think it was like a 1942 and a DK3, and I had been looking for a DK3 for a while. Um, and it was around Thanksgiving time, and she had had it for, you know, a while, and uh, she was getting rid of it. Um, and I get there, and after, like, two weeks of me trying to get the, her to go down on it, uh, in price, in price. Um, ah, that's what just, she said. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Uh, sorry, Mom. I'm sorry. <laughs> see, um... You know, I get there. We, me and my, me and my buddy Zenner, we we take a, a road trip to uh, where? Where was that Zenner? Was it in Washington? I think it was in Washington, or maybe I don't know. We're we're in Oregon though, so we take a road trip, and she's getting ready. You know, she's her house is almost empty. She walks through, um, and she ends up. We get it out to the thing, and I'm you know telling her my story about Con Club and all this great stuff, and how this is gonna you know help me you know have my trifecta of Kongs, and she's getting really emotional because she can see like she's like you know all these people wrote me, and she's like I felt you know really great you know that you were so passionate about Donkey Kong that I just didn't want to sell it to others, so um, she ended up giving it to me like for a lot less than she was asking. And she started crying and gave me the biggest hug that she like knew that this was going to the right home. So that was one of my favorite like emotional like somebody who just was very happy that a Donkey Kong was going to a Kong fan. Uh, Another one um, that I love is I have a kangaroo, an Atari kangaroo. And that one was that one. uh, The gentleman I got it from, his dad gave it to them for Christmas in the eighties. So they, they got it brand new 
and it had been in their house. And now he is, you know, in his mid forties, early fifties, probably area. And he's had it this whole time. Well, this, you know, his family is, his kids are grown up. He's like, I don't play it anymore, but you know, I'm hoping it goes to a good place. So that's another one of my favorites is, you know, I, I looked at him and he had this moment of like, you know, you had this machine since you were a kid, your dad gave it to you as a Christmas present. And it's, it's getting loaded into this guy with giant glasses. Oh my God. Um, but I reassured him, you know, it's not going anywhere. And, and it's, it, it is the most beautiful cabinet in my, in my collection. It is the brightest Christmas monitor, no burn. There's the nothing etched on the side or everything's in perfect condition. Control panels. Perfect. Um, because it had been a, uh, home, uh, use, home only. use only home yeah. use only. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Sweet. I don't have hey, any sir. home use only games at all. Mm. I have sad. some mostly home use, but, uh, yeah. yeah. They all seem to have come out of some kind of a route before. Is it route or route? I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, that is a good question. Hmm. I would say I, I say route. <laughs> oh, yeah, me too. Route. Yeah, like you don't say Route sixty six. DK Mikey seventy seven loves your kangaroo story. By the way, so yes, nice. Thank you, uh, Mikey. How many games do you have in the house, actually? Uh, in the house, I have just um, DK. Oh, another great story is my D- DK Cabaret. Mm-hmm. Uh, it took me three years to find that, and that one's another good uh, story of of haggling and trying to, you know, trying to lay it on lay it on us. Let's hear it. Um, well, the the cabaret. I woke up one day and um, Con Club, Con Club for the win on this one. Woo! Mm-hmm. Uh, We're gonna I, get into Con Club. Yeah, uh, Con Club saved the day that time. They um, they um, alerted me to this Donkey Kong Cabaret on on a, uh, on a Craigslist, and it was in Portland. And I don't think – you know when you're late for work and you wake up, look at the ah! – and you just start running? It was like that. Yeah. So I get the text, and I'm instantly like half awake trying to text this person. Oh, my God. And I get get a hold of the guy, and he says, you're second in line. But <sighs> it, it, it had just been posted 27 minutes earlier. So I'm like, oh, my God. So who's this? If the guy doesn't work out and I'm ready, I'm talking to everybody. I'm like, I'm going to get this. I don't care. I'm, I'm, I, I don't have to work till 4, blah, blah, blah. Um, we need to go get this. Let's do this. Um, but ele- this was 8 o'clock in the morning. By 11, I don't hear back from the guy. And I am just, it's in Portland. I've only ever seen two uh, cabarets besides this uh, ever in the vicinity in the last few years that I've collected. Um, and, you know, I needed to have the cabaret. I have an upright. I have, the, you know, it's like, but I, you need to have, if you're, if you're a Donkey Kong fan and you want to have all of them, you have to have the cabaret too. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like the white whale. Um, and, um, so we get to um, 11 o'clock and the guy doesn't write me back. And then about 1130, he writes back and he goes, sorry, it's sold. Hearts ripped apart. It's over. My life's over. So I walk away. <laughs> I go to work. It's the saddest day of my life. It's working there. I'm telling everybody I work with. I lost, my, I lost it. I lost it today. So uh, everyone was very, very sad for me. Um, they offered their condolences on my loss. And um, – some some sleuth detectives in uh, in Con Club 
found the DK Cabaret on uh, eBay. No. Uh, six o'clock at night. Son out of, of a <laughs> Out of Portland, Oregon, in the exact same one, but for a lot more. Yeah. Right? And so I write the person, and I'm just like, please, please, mama, will you please sell this to me? It was it was everything I had in my life, just tears of just like, please, for the love of God, will you please, like, I was second in line behind you. Will you please do this? And, you know, we got a hold of each other. We went back and forth. And he, we ended up m- making a deal for only a hundred bucks more than what, all uh, right, than, than what, cra- than what the Craigslist ad was. And I was okay with it. I was okay. Like I'm, I'm okay with that. You found it. You grabbed it, and you're doing the deal for me. And so we, uh, we definitely um, worked it out, and I was able to pick it up. And I, you know, it, the Craigslist day, the Craigslist thing happened, and then the eBay thing happened later that day. And it was in my possession by 11 a.m. the next day. So it was the craziest 48 hours. Ever, but I got Cog Club lived it. It was crazy. We were all cheering. It was awesome. Um, but yeah, I, may I ask how much that uh, he was putting it up on eBay over the Craigslist price? <laughs> yes. uh, I think it was twelve hundred, and, and the Craigslist was five hundred. Oh man, a double flipper almost amazing. Double. Well, congratulations on that. And um, speaking of Cog Club. Can you tell us about the genesis of how it all began? Con Club. Love you guys. Con Club for life. Um, Con Club is a group of, is a mixture of pros and everybody's normal Joe. You know, there's uh, people from all walks of life there. Um, really what, what had started, uh, it was um, me and Zenner had fixed this Donkey Kong and we were, it was in the garage and we were having like mini battles. Like it was working. It was, we were loving it. And so it was like, okay, we suck. And <laughs> who's the first to 20,000? Well, Zenner kicked my butt, right? And then it was like, who's the first to 40,000? And then I caught up. And then it was like, who's the first to, and you know what I mean? It was just back. Who's going to get this? Who's going to get that? And then it was like, first to a 100,000. And then we were like posting that to our friends and family, like, who's going to be the first? And they were liking it. And then it just kind of blossomed like, Hey, like, isn't this fun that we're doing this back and forth thing alone? You know, like, wouldn't it be cool if there was other people out there that wanted to, you know, do that? You know, like, because, you know, you've got the pros that are on the big stage and they're playing all their billion point games. But like, wouldn't it be fun if there was some guy in Tennessee that loved playing Donkey Kong, but he doesn't have a friend, you know, that play against, but wouldn't it be fun if he could connect with us? And so, you know, I'm looking at Facebook and there's none of, none of this stuff. And I remember Zenner, uh, came in with his daughter to lunch, um, at my restaurant and, you know, I walked up to him and I said, I got this idea. And he said, what is it? And, you know, I threw this piece of paper down and it just said Kong Club. And I thought it was cool because it was had a K instead of a C. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> look at the play on words there. Um, and he loved it. And so we started brainstorming of how we could create this. So we started looking into um you know, Facebook, is there that, you know, like, you know, there was Donkey Kong Forum where it was a, a grouping of a lot of people around the country, but it was mainly just the, you know, the pros and all that. And it was like, we wanted to create a place where that guy in Tennessee or that girl in Florida, any of that 
could conjoin and connect with each other and be proud of their 50,000 and not feel like, oh, I'm looking at this 1,250,000 and I'll never get that. I don't even need to worry about it. It gives more of a real like hometown feel. Mm. <laughs> yes, Adam. <laughs> I was just waving to your uh, son there. Uh, oh, <laughs> hi, Oliver. You want to say hi? <laughs> Come say hi. This is my son, Oliver. Just, just He's the first kid of Kong Club. You want to say hi to the world? Hello. Hi. Nice to meet you. <laughs> this is Oliver. He has t over 20 arcade machines in his garage, and he loves to play the... Uh, Dig Dug 2. Dig nice. Dug 2. Nice. Oh, that's a rare one, too. <laughs> nice. That is a rare one. So, um, yeah, so we created it, and it really, in the beginning, was just... It just was word of mouth, as it is still now, because it is a private group. Um, and we do, you know, make sure that the people coming into it are people that really appreciate Kong that, you know, are not there to start any drama. And what I'm really proud of with everybody and the family that we've grown, we're at about 789 members close to almost 800, uh, is that we build our foundation on no drama. There's no fighting there. Everyone's very positive and it, it's a very, it's become this, uh, very friendly, helpful group. And, uh, yeah, I couldn't be more proud of where it where it's where it's come just from the the humble beginnings of me and Zen are battling in a garage for a better Donkey Kong score to now everyone around the world being able to team up and be proud to show off their score no matter if you're amateur or pro. So you like? I mean, would you say Donkey Kong is your favorite game then? Uh, arcade game? Yeah. Or arcade? I mean, of all time, I would say. Donkey Kong for sure and that's a couple of reasons not just because I run Kong Club but um it was the it, I, it was the second machine after Pac-Man in the the find mm -hmm. uh and it was also the one I converted from Mario Brothers so it had like this I I did it you know like it was it was my had sentimental like I I brought it back to life and then it brought back a lot of memories of me playing um Donkey Kong classics with my my brother um and then um, Donkey Kong Jr. So I love the Donkey Kong series. And then finally, the game for Nintendo. And I'm a big Nintendo fan. And it's kind of the just the game that started them all. So it's it's nice to have that part of history uh, in my house. So I would say, yeah, yeah it's my favorite. That's that's uh, that was not the story I was expecting. And I love it. <laughs> wow. Because a lot of people say King of Kong. Uh, and, and, and that's fine. It, it inspired a lot of people to play the game and learn that it is a very fun and competitive game. But I like, like for me, uh, the reason why I love Donkey Kong is because I played it in a pizza factory restaurant in Farmington, Minnesota when I was like five years old. So not five. I was, uh, so it was 81. I'd been nine. It had just come out and it was a red one. I remember it being a red machine. And I just remember thinking the graphics looked so cool because it was so dark and they were just kind of floating in that machine. And I played a Love so a Rainy, Love a Rainy I Night. I just noticed – sorry to interrupt, Adam. I just want to answer Brian's question before I forget. He's sure. Asking, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Do I, do I allow people uh, to play on emulation and record separate scores than people on hardware? Um no, the the great thing about Kong Club is if you're able to play uh, Donkey Kong on an emulator 
please like you can stream OBS style if you have it on your computer, if you have a camera pointed at your computer or if you have a if you have emulation of any kind, it's totally fine. You, there's ROMs out there for it. Um, you can find, we all use the, the, I think it's D-Kong 11 is the basic ROM set for Donkey Kong. Uh, so not everybody has Donkey Kong machines. It, that's that's a fact of life. And we want to be able to all enjoy it. So we allow the people that play with keyboards, the people that play with joysticks any way to play is possible we all it's all accepted so yes now record separate scores totally fine we just you know we would like for you to you know let us know is it you know is it did your score get you know was it made on emulation or were you playing with a keyboard or but that's not really anything that nobody's hounding you about just as long as you can play kong we're okay with it so that's Anyways, really cool too because you you allow the same thing for your other contest with the NES, right? So you can play on a um, emulation yeah. and do that. So so the NES contest is a, is a first for Kong Club because I mean up until this point we really have never uh, focused on the Nintendo version of Donkey Kong. Um, there's a lot of versions of Donkey Kong, including the Game & Watch version, the Game Boy version, Coleco, uh, 2600, uh-huh. all, these, all these different versions. Thick 20. You know. <laughs> no joke. So it's, it's nice to have that little change up, and I kind of wanted to surprise everybody with it. So, uh, yeah, same thing with uh, NES version. If you have the Nintendo, great, stream it. If you have the emulator, that's the same thing. Just remember, it's game A, not game B. <laughs> All right. Oh, really? That's way easier. And I could, I could do. Well, no, game B gives you more points. So, hey, uh, why don't you tell us how, how this contest is working, when it ends, what's going on right now, and how we can get, how we can participate officially? Yeah. So, if you're feeling like you're a huge Donkey Kong fan and you want to be in a group full of very passionate Donkey Kong fans, please. Uh, I don't want to say fill out an application, but it's there's a three-question part to get into Kong Club just to make sure that we feel like you're going to be a right fit, kind of ask you some questions about Donkey Kong. If you can answer those, you'll be in. And uh, the five-minute series is something I came with a couple of years ago. Um, the five-minute series consists of you and the Donkey Kong. So that be your arcade machine or it emulated, uh, any way you can play Kong. And you have to be able to have a timer shown on it. So that's on the same screen. And what you're doing is you're hitting start and the five minute at the same time. And you're trying to get as many points in five exact minutes to the millisecond, how many points you can get. Uh, at the end of what we do it for one week and you can play any time. And at midnight on that last day, Pacific Standard Time, uh, whoever's got the highest score wins what we call the button collectors uh, club buttons. So I started this um, a few months ago. Um, these uh, I make all these buttons from scratch, and they're very, uh, very. I like to say they're very rare. So uh, you get to win like a first, second, or third place rare Kong Club official button, and I do the artwork for everything. So I do all the artwork for. Uh, the contest. So you win one of those um, and it's kind of just like their badges. So you're winning your badges. Um, I'll show you guys a little thing. Yeah. Of the, the These, badges. Are cool. These are awesome. So let me see if I can get this close. So this is the first card. This is your achievements that you get in Kong club. I designed this. So each button that you get um, is something you earn and I send them to you for free. If you can earn them. Uh, one of the buttons right now is um, being able to beat your personal best. So if your personal best is 125, you're trying to beat 
250. So it's 250, 500, 750, and then a million. If you can beat one of those scores, Whoa. I'll send you a button and you can put it on your achievement card. And then that shows everybody I earned that button. So it's a little bit hard. Um, yeah, a million is. Yeah. <laughs> everybody wants to earn the buttons. The other one I did is the button of the month club. So this was the first one I did. And I've uh, some of these like the this is Donkey Kong art, but it's as a button. Let me see if yes. I can get there close. Oh, um, but the it. other ones I've I love the Burger created, King one. Yeah, Burger King Kong Club. I also did the Iron Maiden font. Oh. There, it says uh, World Tour 1981. And then my T-shirt that I'm wearing, that one was the June month. So that's like the girders with Kong Club. So it's just fun. Did this Kong? Uh, I, you, I used that guy to turn him into you for the first ad, <laughs> which I love. I I, I might just st- I, I stole that photo. I hope you don't mind. <laughs> that's that's fine. Um, you you um, you're yeah, the glue that drew it. <laughs> I just put glasses on it. <laughs> well, everybody, I think everybody was laughing more at the second one you did with Mario as the, with the glasses. <laughs> We're loving it. So thank you for that. Yeah, that was uh, a little bit more. Say, work. But to answer the rest of your question, Adam, there, mm-hmm. um, yeah, five minute. Uh, series and uh, usually it's uh, in January, February. We do the first five minute series. We've done that every year. Um, we did Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Junior, and Donkey Kong Three in that same format. Five minutes. Whoever's has the most uh, gets first, second, third place button sent to them. Uh, but I wanted to change it up this year and add a little flair into summer. So I did the second series. So now there's a five minute in the middle of the year, uh, which I did uh, a week ago. We did Donkey Kong Remix. And then right now we're doing NES Kong, which is uh, Nintendo, uh, the NES version. And then the third one is, can't tell you, can't tell you, top <laughs> secret, can't tell you, oh. no spoilers. But uh, yeah, I, everybody, I wanted to throw the left ball with the NES Kong, so who knows what the third one's going to be. Some people may be sad, some people may be happy, who knows, I'll let you know though, it's going to be crazy. I think it sounds like from the the group you've created is just kind of this. Instead, of, there is competition, but just fun about the games. I don't think anybody's going to be sad. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. No. And, and and people just play to play, you know. And, I, and I'm so glad that when people uh, participate in them, because some people aren't even trying to get it. They just want to be part of it. And it's nice to see your because every every post I make in the comments that you have the first, second, third, and some people just want to see their name in the list. Like they're pretty, and that's the greatest thing about Kong club is, is the people that want to be part of it. You know, they make it, they give it breath. It's like a living thing, you know, without most the, you know, the, the, the big guys in Kong club that are the guys commenting and liking and posting. And then you've got the lurkers that are just there to enjoy it. Uh, it's just, I don't know. It's a great, it's a great, great place. Great. I've participated a couple times. I posted a, my personal best of 68,000 on Donkey Kong. Right. That's wonderful. <laughs> I live streamed. Well, I, I, did, think, I didn't live stream. I, I recorded it and posted it. So I tell us a little bit about how you, your, your setup. Sorry about that. I, I cut yeah. you off. What would you say? Oh, I was going to say my challenge to you now is now that you've told me that is I want you to break 70,000 after this podcast. I just okay. want you to do 70. All right. That's not a lot. That's no? like that's like a three barrel hits. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if okay guys, con clubbers, you guys are watching right now. If Adam can put up a if he can be a 70,000 in one week from today, I'll send him a special arcade radio Donkey Kong Kong Club. I like I, it button a little mashup <laughs> wow. we'll do a little mashup that's great 
Oh, okay. I, I want in I'll on that. It. I'm going to try to get seventy thousand. I just need to... <laughs> I think Adam needs to come do that on the cabaret that's in my warehouse. That, that is, is mine. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> well, it could be yours, Brian. As wow. It could be. It would be the first Donkey Kong I've owned. I'd be breaking my trend. <laughs> I've never owned an actual Donkey Kong cabinet. I've had like four or five hundred cabinets. I've never owned a Donkey Kong. I, I've owned two, and I ended up selling both of them. Some uh, bummer. You guys are quitters. No, I mean somebody <laughs> said it threw money in my face, and I couldn't stop. So. Oh yeah, it is a very popular game. It's hard to get a hold of these days. I, it's just one of those funny things where after the first several games, I started going, "Well, I, I've never bought one, and it's kind of this silly thing because everybody comes over like you have Donkey Kong." And I, I've just never owned it. And so it's one of these things where I start going, well, should I should I break that trend now? I mean, I've had this trend of not owning it for so long. But I will admit, I do have a junior, and the junior does now have a switcher and a DK board <laughs> in it. So I guess I technically have broken that. <laughs> Mark is about to show us that he's got a Donkey Kong board. My Donkey Kong board is in this box. <laughs> <laughs> My belt buckle came undone. <laughs> Where, well, where's the crotch light? The crotch light. <laughs> Emergency crotch light. Oh, there it there is. There we go. Yeah, I should have had this on the whole time. Oh, that's hey, funny. My computer is underneath here. That's why that light's there. <laughs> you perverts. I love it. I love it. Well, I, I want to say thank you for creating con club that's pretty awesome so do you have you have this collection of games could you run us through a, a, a list of the games uh my my arcade games yeah yeah okay so i've got uh let me try to walk through so i have galaga miss pac-man uh asteroids uh sega baseball uh tetris dr mario donkey kong 3 donkey kong jr donkey kong pac-man wonder boy joust uh a um uh neo geo uh mario bros wide body nice uh kangaroo um uh centipede and a dig dug but dig dug is running an arcade sd oh that's interesting my dig dug's running a meme so Nice. Uh, it's kind of fun, wow. and it actually, it, you can play Donkey Kong on it right now, and and DK three. So, uh, do you you have all these great games? Is there one that got away? Uh, besides no. your I besides mean, the I mean, <laughs> cabaret that you got it back, right? Uh, I'm I'm happy with my ones that I have. There have been a couple, but it, it hasn't like been a long lingering one. Um, I feel like I found everything so far. I mean, Pac-Man eluded me for a while, and I'm glad that I was able to find that. But, uh, I mean, a Gyrus would be nice, Gyrus, but that that one's always eluded me. Or a Pac-Mania. Those are my two ones that I think I would be really happy with if I found those. But Pac-Mania and Gyrus, for sure. Pac-Mania is, if you want to dedicate it, those are hard to come by. Yeah, and a very, very, very cool marquee. You have an advantage. I mean, well, actually, you said you're in Oregon, right? So yeah, uh, near the Goonies house or something, right? Yeah. So um, I, I'm just oh. I I don't I just made that up. I just like the Goonies. The whatever. Goonies house isn't there. <laughs> I just wanted to throw it in because I love the okay. Goonies. Uh, so anyway, uh, what's what's collecting like there? Do you have uh like here in it's Minnesota? Brutal. Yeah, it's brutal. Yeah. <laughs> they there's a lot of arcade bars out here, so they kind of are, there's it's a very cut neck kind of place. There's a there's three or four big ones uh, in the general area, uh, and in the state there's over five. So they kind of have their their feelers out there, and 
uh, Washington the same. The collectors are really strong out here. You've got the Washington collectors and you've got Seattle people and you've got the Portland collectors, which is a whole group too. Um, it's gotten, you know, a lot more relaxed, but it, you know, in the last couple of years, it's been just kind of nab it if you can, if it's a good price. So, uh, it's cool. And I've, and I've, and I can't complain cause you know, I have so many machines that I've gotten lucky to yeah, grab for a good sweet. price. It, my best find was in Oregon. Nice. Which one is that? That was the journey. Oh, ah. yeah. It's the journey. <laughs> Grail. Yeah. Both, that, both so, these guys have journeys and I don't. So, so Steve but, Smith, the drummer for Journey, lives down in Ashland. And so I picked up the Journey from him years ago. But that was, yeah, it was funny. I'd, I'd never been to, that was the last, well, the only state I haven't been to is Alaska. It was Alaska and Oregon until I went to pick up the Journey. Oh. Wow. I, I do have a question, a technical question maybe you want to answer. Uh, yes. What's your streaming rig like for your DK score? How do you do that? Uh, I use a Logitech. Um, I forget the number of it. Um, it's got like a suction cup thing on it. Mm-hmm. So all I'm doing is just suction cup right onto here, the Logitech, while it's aiming. And it's going into my laptop. Um, and then I have a separate mic that, that I'm pretty much using right now. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I just stream OBS, so OBS with those two items into it, and then I use my laptop's camera to hit my face. So Logitech hitting the game, uh, camera and the computer facing my face, and then mic to pick up the sounds of the machine so I don't have to blare it really loud. Um, and that's it, running in OBS. And then I use stream keys, obviously, and just do the Facebook Live thing. Um, yeah. And this, and the, nice. that, yeah, we haven't ever done Facebook Live. We should try that sometime. So. Um, yeah, that's, that's good information for people that want to try to stream their game on Facebook. The other thing, the other good thing that people can do is they can use their cell phone with one of those like clip things that you use in your car. So those things you use in your car to hold your cell phone for your map, Google maps or whatever that suction onto the front of the window. That's the same thing. You just suction that onto the bezel and you can aim it. Now you can do that ultimately with a computer or emulator too. You just get that suction cup thing and stick it on something like your table if it can handle the weight. And just that's that's a lot of people's questions is how do you stream in your phone? Uh, if you have a, a phone that can do it, can stream to Facebook and yeah. easy just Facebook live. But then you can't do the uh, cool. You can't do the cool transparent GIF with, you know, like logos and stuff around it. Right? No, 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 no. So, you got to have uh, a computer for that. Yeah. For OBS. So, the co- so I do. I did that with I when I recorded my last game, I did it with my phone. I used uh, there's a there's a nice one that someone posted in con club that you can actually clip to the side of the cabinet and it's got padded clips. So it doesn't harm the harm the machine. It's really firm. And it's got a, like a, I don't know what, what, you know, like those old microphone, uh, what do they call those? It's like a snake stand. It bends. It's it's made out of metal. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. 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 So, nice glass of wine. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Cheers. Blah blah. Yeah, the, blah. you're talking about the ones that had like kind of the. It's almost like a series of balls or something that were that you could arrange into different uh, angles. Adam, is that what you're talking about? A series of balls. Well, you uh, know, uh, I don't know, something like that. Yeah. Anyway, getting back on topic. Um, well, actually, Brian Jones just brought something up that was oh, actually okay. um, go for it. Uh, interesting is the Mister Board, and so the emulation on there. 
Um, he's saying there's a Mr. Board that direct captures uh, the Kong videos too, so you could play on that emulation, which is really a neat FPGA emulation of a lot of games. Oh, hey, yeah. hey, guys! I actually have to run. I have to go pick someone up from the airport. I, I hope knew it. that you don't mind. I apologize. No, but we'll this wrap is up the show. This is perfect yeah. timing because it's usually when we wrap up anyway. And I was okay, looking for a good segue. So you leaving will do just fine. So why don't All you right. why don't you just give us one more plug? Is uh, Facebook.com yeah. and you can't go slash con club, right? It's something else. Yeah. So, so yeah, just look up Con Club in, in, on Facebook, um, and it'll pop up. You'll see the little logo, uh, like my shirt with the little Mario and stuff. You guys just come into there, join. You'll answer some questions, um, and uh, come on in and play some Donkey Kong. Also, you can find me uh, on Instagram. Just look up uh, at Arcade Jacob. Um, check out my stuff there. That's where I show off my arcade game. So I've got uh, pictures of my arcade in the garage if you guys are interested in seeing that. Um, so yeah, Arcade Jacob on uh, Instagram and Kong Club uh, on Facebook. Fantastic. Awesome. <laughs> Neat. <laughs> Thanks awesome. so much for inviting me on the show, guys. I really appreciate it. Yeah, we really enjoyed your time here. That's, uh, you know, we... We will have to have you on again when we, when there's another upcoming contest. So. I would love it. Now, Oliver, nice to meet you. Oliver, they say nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. All right. Well, All right. thank th- you. Thank you. And this has been the Double R's. That's Arcade Radio. Thanks for listening in. Like us on Facebook at Arcade Radio or check us out at our infrequently updated blog at ArcadeRadio.com. That's R-C-A-D-E-R-A-D-I-O.com. Call and leave comments and questions on the game line. That's 612-548-GAME or 4263 in case you can't spell. (laughs) Follow us on Twitter for updates on our latest shenanigans. Such an underused word, shenanigans. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and click on the notification bell so you know when we're streaming live and we can come right to you. Nice. You can also Con subscribe Club, to our Con podcast Club, Con Club. on Con Club, Anchor <laughs> FM, iTunes, Google Play Music, and wherever podcasts are sold. That's going to be it for the show from Arcade Radio. We hope you had a great time, and we'll see you on the next episode. All righty. Doctor. 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 Doctor? Doctor? I'm waiting for the real doctor to chime in. Not Not even paged once. (laughs) That's pretty good. I know.